five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize Podcast, we are back. So if you are new to the Energize Podcast, welcome. And if you are a returning Energize listener, welcome back. So Barry, November is over. How'd you feel? November is over. Um, after feeling like an idiot for a month. First of all, I think actually the, the whole clean shave thing was the weirdest thing about it. Yeah, I felt like I was looked worse then with the do- than with the dodgy tash. Yeah, yeah, but you also look a bit younger and just sort of like, oh no, it was a strange thing to do. Obviously, girls who have no facial hair will understand where we come from. They'll be like. Is yeah, it, does, that, does that even make sense? Does it? No, <laughs> no. I, I is, 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 it like, is it like girls not wear makeup for a full month? Now I know some girls wear very little Maybe, makeup, yeah. but is it like that? Maybe, Maybe. yeah. yeah because like I don't really know that many people that that would fully shave their face unless they couldn't grow a beard. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So like, I think the in thing now is everyone has a beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. on the November note, at the moment I'm like keeping the dash. Uh, uh, well, like, your one's lucky, it's it's dark. Like, my thing's, like, uh, ginger. Like, but, like, what can you do, you know? I do, yeah, but the funny but thing I is... But I dyed it ginger. Just, if anyone know, if anyone asks, say I dyed it ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think the funny thing is, if... I just went from having a beard to having this moustache. Yeah. I think I look like an absolute clown. But because I've, like, had this moustache, I think, for about 20 of the 30 days, I'm, like... That's just my new moustache. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the like, warm. It, it was quite funny. I was in work the other day. And uh, some guy goes... <laughs> some guy goes... Uh, like, he, I don't think he's heard... But I don't think he heard... Thought I heard him. He goes, Look, your man's Hulk Hogan moustache. Yeah. And then I turned to go, Who you calling Hulk Hogan, brother? And then your man was like, What? And I was like... And then we just, like laughed. It was funny. But yeah. he, was, he was like, Couldn't believe that I did like... I went full Hulk Hogan on. Are you sure he actually said that? Imagine yeah. he didn't. He no, no, like, no, oh. he did. No, he did. Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah. man, serious moustache. I was like, yeah, no, grew myself. It's weird. It's sort of like, uh, it's, just, it's like putting on like a, a novelty Christmas jumper. That's the way, isn't it? Yeah. And you're sort of like, that's the look now. I'll yeah. come picture having the beard again then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, also like having like a stupid looking like whatever moustache or whatever you have in your face, it it's, Totally original as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but your one, like, very much actually suits you. No, no mine just looks like uh, I'm a poet. <laughs> this is not actually terribly untrue. But yeah, but I almost look yours and think you don't actually need, like, the sort of sideburning parts of your beard. Yeah, and, like, it looks, it looks good. Yeah. In fact, the lads are giving out to you that yours look good. Yeah, they were. They were yeah. like, man, you're meant to look like a tick. And I was like, here, look. I, when, when we first so started. This, them gorgeous. Yeah, but when, it, when we started this, I wasn't like. The goatee is good, like that's gonna work. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I I've can't just do grow the goatee. Yeah, but, but you see, I have the the gaps in between my you know, mustache, the mustache to the to the chin. There's like a gap, so like I couldn't just do a mustache. I don't know. I thought it was just I don't know. It look it, it looks good. I'm like I look at mine and go, it looks ridiculous, but it sort of stands for my character. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Yeah, yeah it's it like, does, like yeah. ridiculous guy. Like I'm, fella. I'm not looking at it being like that's good, but I'm like not looking at it being like. That's not you or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, only yeah. you would do that. I'm yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, me brother. other. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we raised over 300 euro, and, uh, which was amazing because it's gone to a great foundation. And um, Ross obviously came up with the concept of doing it for us. And, uh, oh yeah, I didn't come up with the concept in November. Yeah, yeah but uh, now I'm sort of like, oh, next year. It has to be done. Yeah, it has to be it's, yearly it's, thing It's now. now like a thing now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go a year without doing it. You know what I mean? 
And like, I was actually speaking to one or two people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, but I have a job interview," and I was like. Yeah, but you're raising money for charity, and obviously that's like a, a talking point of the interview. So that's, therefore, like yeah, that's even better. That's probably like, a better thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like walking with a clean shave. It's like you're not doing no- November now. It's like crap. They hate me. Yeah, yeah. They'll hire you over the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're a girl, you can go in and wear a fake mustache. It's like I'm growing it from November. <laughs> Why do you wear a fake mustache every day from November? <laughs> One of the lads who I work with, because we can't grow a mustache, and. Uh, one of the other lads' moms came in and like the whole like all the lads in work were doing it right, and uh, oh, really? yeah, and one of the lads' moms came in and she goes, "Oh, isn't it great to see you're all doing November?" And she goes, "Oh, except for uh, him over here." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I think some people didn't do it maybe because they just weren't arsed or didn't know about it. But like certain people, obviously, you've heard about it and they're yeah. like, "I'm just not doing it." Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, just I have to try and look cool. But yeah. it's sort of like, well, it sort of helped that we were both doing it. But I think even if we weren't doing the show, we would have done it anyway. Yeah. But raised a lot less money, I'd say. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because we both don't have, like, the, the big, as big an audience, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, it turned out great. And also, like, like we talked about mental health and stuff like that. And, we, like, any sort of thing we can do to help obviously helps. Yeah. Uh, like, and we, we were given, like, I know we only got, like, the day's notice before we did it. But, uh it was it was a, it was a handy enough one to do. Like you know, yeah. I can't just wake up and be like Ross. Let's do a, like a fifty k run. Yeah, for very now. As far as like, don't shave a certain part of your face face for a month. Like that was that was yeah. like sort of, and then people give money for it. Like it's the great thing about November is that basically anyone can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's other things that you did. Like I went to like one or two November events. Uh, one lads making cocktails. November then, con. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then like I think there's another thing where you do like. 60k a month or something like that uh, in like running or cycling or whatever and that was another thing but like I think it's move for November I think it's called okay. which is a concept how women can get involved as well so yeah. that's always good I'd like to look into stuff in the future as in like obviously not having to wait a whole year again but like mm. say if there was like a run because we've done stuff as well yeah. for suicide prevention for that as well but like we're not in the loop you know what I mean mm. like that stuff doesn't just come to my face I just see a lot of people holding medals and be yeah. like oh I would have done that yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I think I need at least three weeks before I was going to run. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. first, I think I could run 5k if I had three weeks training. Like, right, you're going to because like, it's not that hard to run 5k, yeah. But like at the moment, if you ask me to run 5k, I'll run the first 200 meters and be like, Jesus Christ, man, yeah. Well, that's the thing, it's coming into like December. Well, it is December now, what is it, the third or fourth, maybe, yeah. But uh, yeah, you see, everyone's gonna be like new year, new me, so you're gonna be trying to be. Dry, maybe dry January or like just keep it in moderation, you know. What I mean, yeah. yeah, everyone comes out with new goals, you know. I just find every every year at the end of the year I just tail off the, from the gym. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, yeah. oh. and also it's last rain. I'm like, I'm not walking around. Yeah, and, and I was rain. like, oh, silly season. It's Christmas, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially in Ireland, it's yeah. just like any reason to drink. It's like, man, it's twenty three days till Christmas. Get on the beer. You're like, good point. You're like, jeez, that's the best point of her. Good point, year. Fernando from uh, Bally Brack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Fernando, he's still alive. Yeah, I'm well. Yeah. So, Ponda Fernando, I heard he listens to the Energize podcast, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> from the dead. Yeah, that one's horrible. Ar- Ireland's very own Jesus. From Spain. From Spain. <laughs> if you, here, explain what happened there. Okay, so basically, Baddy Brack, our football team, in Ireland, and they didn't want to play a game of the weekend. I don't think that the numbers to fill the team. So, they rang up the opposition or the league and they said, here, look, one of the lads and teams after dying, so we won't be able to play this weekend. And your man, I think he was sort of in on the fact that they were going to use him as an excuse not to play because he was traveling back to Spain. But I think he thought they were going to say he had a broken leg. Yeah. And they said he died. 
and then it was it was in the newspaper and it was everywhere and then the new thing is the WhatsApp group from the lads has gone viral as in the recordings and the mess from WhatsApp group and then it eventually got out there and it made world news like I think it was on CNN yeah, in America made world, yeah it made world news because he was still alive they lied yeah. and then everyone was like oh rest in peace and your man is still alive so it went viral it went everywhere yeah yeah, and there was like people were putting like message boards outside like their restaurants being like, if your name is for Fernando and you play for Manny Brock, you can eat here for free. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was crazy Lloyd yeah. that went like completely over the top, but at the end of the day, yeah. no one died. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day everyone's still alive. So it's sort of funny, isn't it? As much as like it's not a good joke about someone dying. No words, as long as you're not the person you made the phone call saying he died, it's good to laugh about it. Yeah, although on their Twitter and all, they're still going they're still carrying on the joke. It's the yeah. most publicity they've ever gotten. Yeah. Would you think people would be more inclined to join the team or less inclined? Because um, they're most famous say, amateur team in Ireland. I'd say less good players would be more inclined to join, but like more players who like love a point on a Sunday after a game would love to play for that team. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, yeah that, it was obviously the talk of the town in yeah. Valley Brack. If, you're, if you like having like those like really weird, obscure videos on your phone and say that's a good WhatsApp group to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say like the videos going in that group are like not safe for work. NSFW. He's he's probably he's pretty famous now as well. Yeah. He's like, oh you're back from the dead. I wonder how many Instagram followers stuff it has. Did you, sure. Or like sure do you have a known Instagram account? Do you know, a lot of people would have been like, oh Fernando, he's such a good guy. Oh and then like people would have been like rest in peace probably on his Facebook and stuff yeah. and then like he's like fucking alive lads like, <laughs> it's like it's like I'm in Spain having the crack <laughs> working on the tan I'm, in, I'm on the beach <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that man but um you should probably ask me what's on today's show before yeah what's on today's show because this is not a Movember for Fernando podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay so on today's show we're going to be discussing Movember and the, the, the rise again of Fernando which we've just covered and now we're going to be moving into Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder that happened over the weekend, which was probably one of the best boxing matches I've ever seen. I don't know if I could say it was the best ever because I wasn't alive when Muhammad Ali was taking on George, George Foreman. Foreman. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to move into UFC from the weekend as well because Tough Finale was on in Vegas and also UFC Adelaide was on. And then we're going to be discussing UFC 231 coming live from Toronto this weekend. Max Holloway is taking on Brian Ortega. So it's going to be a great episode as always. So as we said earlier, if you're new to the Energize podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energize podcast listener, welcome back. Um, Jesus, the first time we've ever said that twice. Yeah, I've just been excited and then all of a sudden we're talking about Fernando. Fernando. Not, not the Fernandos from Bleeding Take Me Out. Yeah, Fernandos from Take Me Out. Is that still going? Oh, who knows? Who knows? But we're going to start off Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Uh, myself and Ross watched it uh, here in Ross's house at like... Six in the morning. It was like six in the morning. It's like such a... It's the stuff we do to make sure the show is good enough, right? Yeah. But uh, how do we start this? How do we start this? I, I think we should start with, with the build-up. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Look... I was very, very much so excited for the fight. It was one of the, it was the first time in a very long time two boxers and like brilliant. I think Hey Bellew, I was excited to watch those two fight, but like this one, I was like even more excited to watch them fight. I don't think there's ever been a Joshua fight where I've been like I want to see that Klitschko. Yeah, but like Klitschko doesn't have very good English, and like the, the back and forth isn't as good as opposed to there was back and forth. They're both undefeated, and I was like, right, give me that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's probably the most eagerly anticipated fight of ever watching boxing obviously the McGregor fight but I was sort of in my heart I knew McGregor was never going to win you know what I mean as opposed to this one I was like I was back and forth 
You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and also they're both undefeated as well. Yeah. So I think we should start off like the day before the weigh-ins. Yeah. This was a big telling so, tale of the fight. Um, Fury weighed in at what two hundred fifty odd pounds, and Wilder weighed in at two hundred twelve. Is it what is two hundred ten pounds to be a heavyweight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. As in, like, Wilder's like barely making heavyweight, isn't he? Yeah, that was the lightest he's ever weighed in professionally. That's what was said. Yeah. So do you think he did a lot of extra cardio for this fight to be? Ready to go the full 12 rounds. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone knew that, like, Fury sort of relied on being so quick and agile that he was like, right, I'm going to out-cardio him, so I'll... Yeah. That's where I can beat him in the later rounds. Which yeah. he almost did. So, for me, watching the fight... Yeah, but there was what? Oh, was a 40-pound difference, yeah? Yeah, 40 pounds. 40-pound difference going into the fight was just... That, that's crazy. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't think I've ever seen... A world title fight where there's such a disparity in weight class or weight class. It's sort of almost Deontay Wilder almost reminds me of Pacquiao. You look at him and he's like definitely smaller than the person he's fighting, but like he hits harder and probably better than him. I mean, like I feel like that's the story of Wilder's career. He's probably Wilder. never fought someone in the heavyweight division who weighs less than him. Yeah. So therefore, but he's, not, but he's always been taller. Oh yeah, no, he's always been taller. But just in the comparison of like Pacquiao is probably in. His last like ten fights or twenty fights has not fought someone smaller than, yeah. but like probably hits harder than. You know what I mean, so Wilder's like a very unique specimen. All six foot seven of them, the Alabama slammer. So like so Fury, that was the thing about this. Like, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't, and this is also for the first time I'd say in Wilder's career, who was fighting someone taller than him as well. Yeah, no, it was yeah. So it, there was just so many tree intriguing factors to the fight. Yeah, and then they get they get into the ring, whatever. I, I wasn't. Too blown away by the entrances. I was like, whatever, they are what they are. Some someone sang Deontay Wilder out. I didn't actually know who that was, but there was someone. First round it was like Daphne Fury. Second one round it was like probably Wilder. And then all the way rounds three to eight, I was like, right, Fury's like has him where he wants him. Fury was leading. Yeah. Then round nine was the Wilder knockdown. And I was like, right, Wilder's gonna get a 10 8 here, but like Fury wasn't rocked. He was sort of Knocked off balance on the He way wasn't down. as rocked as he was in the 12th. No, no. And then <laughs> round 10, 11, I was like, Fury again. And then Fury starts doing this thing with his hands behind his back, like sticking his tongue out like an absolute psychopath. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah. what's he doing? Yeah. I was like, this is the most outrageous yeah. thing I've ever myself, seen. Myself and Ross were going mad. It yeah, was well, hilarious. I was I've never it. seen that in all the UFC fights, all the MMA fights, all the boxing fights. I've never, ever seen I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I think that is, <laughs> out of all the fights, out of the hundreds of fights, hundreds of fights we've ever watched together, I think that was the most enjoyment I've ever had watching fight together. Like, I think well, it was right up there. Well, maybe because we didn't, like, have a dog in the race. Usually, like, I get mad hyped up from McGregor fights that I can't even yeah, watch but, them really. Yeah, but you know, I almost feel like you don't enjoy the McGregor fight because you have the anxiety. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, Maybe Maybe the Alvarez fight because he was, like, dinging him around. Like, he was, like, playing blimp pinball with his head he yeah, was. Yeah. But, yeah, but no matter, like, also before you go on, like, no matter how well Fury was doing, he was still susceptible to... Yeah. Uh, a, a, Wilder. Bomb, a Wilder bomb squad punch. Yeah. Like, so it, it was so, like, on edge. And then the 12th round, Wilder lands a three-punch combo. And I swear to God, I thought Fury was dead. Yeah. That, yeah, we went... Everyone went quiet. I think even the, the commentators were just, like, stone dead. They were like, is he dead? And then... <laughs> obviously, Tyson Fury is a big Undertaker fan. Because he sat up and rose from the dead. Yeah. And then, like, pretended he was grand. Yeah. I could not believe... Fury got up from that. That's the thing. That that's the, that's and the thing. Oh, he yeah. get up. He like probably won the rest of the round after he got up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like Michael Bisping versus Anderson Silva. It was like get back out there. It was like right. 
and then he went back to being Fury again. He wasn't even that badly rocked afterwards. I was yeah, but the I, thing I is, right, not only did everyone think that Fury was out, but even Deontay Walder was sort of celebrating after being like, yeah, it's he was over. Blowing kisses to the camera. Yeah, he was like, it's over. So if he think it's, it thinks it's over, like everyone else is full right to think it's over. Yeah. Like a few, Walder was probably like, I've never landed so clean with that punch. And then yeah. next thing you know, Fury's back up on his feet dancing. I, was I could not believe yeah. that. I could not believe that. He, yeah. Like, like uh, he was getting interviewed after before we finished it. Uh, he was getting interviewed after, and they're like, "What? How? What was it like when you were like got back up? Because I've never ever seen someone be hit that hard by someone who hits that hard and get back up after looking like they were dead." Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like I feel bad for the people who didn't watch the fight. Yeah, and just watched the highlights because. Like if you watch the whole fight through, yeah. you're so uh, invested into yeah. the fight. Like, it was almost like a play, as in like it's almost like you watch a play and there's a murder at the end. You know what yeah, I mean? And okay. then you watch a murder and then like he's like, oh, I survived. You know what I mean? I suppose if you watch a play, it was like it all led up to it, led up to it, led up to it, and then you have the knockdown, and then he gets back up, and you're like, he won, he won, and I was like, oh wow. Now initial thought, the fight ends, he won. I thought Tyson Fury won. But the thing is, before we start going into like, I'll just carry on what yeah. I'm saying, right? Uh, we were saying through the fight. Remember, after the first four rounds, I think we were like three one to Fury, and then I was like, you know, it could be two two because it was so sort of close. Yeah. Then obviously you got the ten eight knockdown in the ninth. Yeah. And then obviously you got got the next knockdown in the twelfth. So that that's where people could have seen it as a draw. Um, but like obviously. Tyson Fury put on like a boxing clinic and showed how much more skilled and advanced he is than Deontay Wilder. And nobody could deny that. No. Nobody could be like, the better boxer was Deontay Wilder there. No. Um, so we, we thought, we were like, maybe uh, maybe uh, Fury won it by a point. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I, I think, I think I even said to you, go, I think Fury won, but it's in LA, so yeah. you never know. Yeah. And when I said it's in LA, you never know, I sort of thought maybe one judge might score a draw and the other two will give to Fury and they get like a majority win. That's right. Yeah. yeah uh, that's what, it, what I was thinking along the lines of. Right. And then the first card is called out and it was like 115 to 110 Wilder. And oh, 115, 111 I think it was. Okay, was yeah. it? Okay. And yeah, that makes sense because it's 210 win by four. And I was sitting there going, that means one of the judges watched that fight and thinks Wilder won seven rounds. And I was like, there's no way you can watch that fight and think. I know, yeah. Regardless of he won what round by what man? There's no way you can watch that and think Wilder won more rounds than Fury won. That was the Mexican George, by the way. Yeah, and then obviously Fury got. I think Fury got the. You know the English George actually scored a draw, didn't it? The English George scored a yeah. draw. Yeah, and then the other George, I'm gonna assume was American, could be from anywhere. That was Canadian. Canadian. Okay, scored the fight for uh, Fury, but it was only what one fourteen to one thirteen, wasn't it? It was like very tight. Yeah, it was like one fourteen, one twelve, maybe. Yeah, so the way I look at it. I probably would have scored it nine rounds to three. If you want to go eight rounds to four, obviously with the two knockdowns being ten eights, I probably I, I don't know what that scored, but like I think Fury by a point, maybe Fury by yeah. two points. You know what I mean? Uh, that was my personal take on it. But one thing that was impressive for Fury was, or was sorry, impressive for Wilder was he was the ball in the ring and Fury was the matador. And when he was, you're giving up forty pounds to your opponent and you're still the ball. That just shows how impressive Walder's power is. Yeah, well, these two, these two are like two of the best in the world as well. Like, I mm. mean, you know, what I mean, like, the, and, and the, so, not, not nobody's as well. You know, what I mean, this isn't like yeah, me and is, you doing a charity boxing match. You know, what I mean, this I, is like proper the the creme de la creme of heavyweight boxing. 
And the funny thing is, on last week's podcast, I was like, someone's O has to go. Yeah. But they both still have their O. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, uh, we said it as well. Like, it could be, like, the last time we saw from Roster Show, like, oh, who do you think is going to win? It ended up being a draw between uh, Tyron Woodley and uh, Wonderboy Thompson. And then this time it was like, you know what? It's actually so close that it could be a draw. But, like, if, say, if this was on, in, in uh, Canada or, in, like, it would probably would have been a fairer call. Yeah. I felt like going into enemy territory, trying to beat the champion, take the belt and, and hightail it out. When it was taking so long for the decision to be made, we were like, something's fishy here. And it's not your breath, Ross. I, I think on this occasion, if you ask me, you get to be one or two of the people at the end of the fight. Regardless of the outcome, who would rather be? I'd probably rather be Wilder, as in like, Wilder won the fight, Fury won the boxing match, if that makes sense. I gotcha. Uh, so, look, I can understand the draw in some aspects that when Wilder won his rounds, like, there was, was like, that was it. You know what I mean? And then, I'm pretty sure you could maybe argue there's like, I don't know, round three and four. Like, if you were like a super Wilder fan and you watched it again, you could maybe like, oh, maybe Wilder won that. You pressed him forward. You know what I mean? He landed some decent, decent punches. And then you sort of give him five of the rounds with the two 10-8s and you can score it a draw or you might find another round that you think maybe give that one to Walter again I, I, like as much as Fury was definitely the better boxer and I did was thinking within the round you weren't going Jesus Walter has been like mauled at any stage like Fury no. never had him in trouble no I agree with that but like <clears throat> the obviously the, the better boxer was Tyson Fury obviously uh, with the more skilled way he was ducking out so many like haymakers coming from Deontay Walter I could understand the draw, right? We said that we we could understand the draw. I could understand the uh, the Tyson Fury win, but I could not understand the Deontay Wilder win. No, no, it wasn't just Deontay Wilder Wilder win. It was Deontay Wa- yeah. Wilder landslide. That was the yeah. That's where you knew it was there. It was the corruption. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. It just makes you go. The corruption in boxing still exists. Yeah, it it was it was like when Mayweather fought McGregor. Um, Mayweather didn't throw a punch for the first four rounds, and they were like, McGregor was given one round out of the four. Yeah, on all the Georgia scorecards, I think. Yeah, I just I, I felt so. You see, the thing is, going into that last round, right? Fury just had to could have should have just coasted it out and been like, yeah. All he had to do was not get knocked down. Yeah, <laughs> it was the knockdown. Although on the, on the scores, the the judge scores, it would have Fury would have won the fight if he won, didn't. Yeah. yeah, but someone still would have scored the fight for Wilder, which is hilarious to think. Yeah, I know. See, the unfortunate thing is, like, no matter what you do in life, no matter like whatever, like trials and tribulations and you come back from the dead literally like Tyson Fury it like there's always leaving it in someone else's hands it can mm. just go pear shapes you know what I mean like the way yeah. like that would have been like such an amazing story for him to then win that after getting like killed and then coming back up in the 12th round like that would have been the most craziest thing after being like over 400 pounds and being an absolute drug addict drink addict and coming back and then beating the one man, well, one of the only few men that Anthony Joshua does not want to fight, and then come, like and getting that taken away from. That's why I, I, I felt I was like broken hearted for him after his whole story, and then even after the way he, he was such a champion about it and being like uh, saying that he's going to donate all his money to homeless people and people with addictions, and it was just like it was like this guy just got robbed, you know, and like as like this time next week when it all when it all settles down, people look beyond, like to towards Christmas time rather than looking back at the Fury Wilder fight when it just becomes all a memory Fury's going to be sitting at home being like jeez I was actually I was fairly robbed there you know yeah 
And I think what really the telltale sign of it is, is that when it got to the end of the fight, Fury was disappointed with the draw. Yeah. Wilder was happy with the draw. Yeah. And if you're happy with the draw, you think you lost. You could tell, you could yeah. tell, yeah, the way when they're holding the arms, you could tell that Wilder was like, well, yeah, I think I won because I got the two knockdowns. He was like reassuring himself. Whereas yeah. Fury was like, fair play to Wilder. But like, he was saying that because he knew mm. he won. Yeah, you know? Fury was there going, I won that boxing match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wilder can say, I won the fight. And he'd be like, I won the fight. I knocked him down twice. You know what I mean? Because the idea really is to knock out your opponent. The idea of boxing isn't to actually outbox your opponent and win on the scorecards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Everyone's in there to try and knock out their opponent. And Wilder can be like, I was closer to finishing the fight than Fury was. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can, he can easily make the argument. But it just sets up for like such a good rematch. Yeah, before Wilder, I get Fury that, I still cannot believe Fury got up off the ground. That was just unbelievable. You know, the amount of memes that were going on the internet yeah. of him getting up were just, like, like, incredible. And also, he got up with his, and had his wits about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and those legs are so long. He, yeah. They were strong. But uh, what do you think actually happened in his brain there? Because everyone was obviously, obviously like, went dead quiet then was, like, roaring. Like, imagine what just, like, went into his head when he woke up. And then the ref was just, like, three... Four. Like, have you ever played those boxing games? Yeah. You get knocked down. You're like, oh shit. And like, you're all groggy. You're yeah. trying to get the, the sticks in the right spot. Yeah, like, I've never seen someone being hit that hard and get back up. But what do you think went through his head there? Because, like, that was just, like, like imagine that feeling of, like, no one else will ever feel that, like, he just did there. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. He was, like, born again. I feel like he was knocked out for the first six seconds, like, out cold. And then, like, <laughs> I feel like, like, slowly but surely, all was, like, Sort of things came back to him, and he probably just hear like his corner saying, "Get up, Tyson, get up." Yeah, but if you if you think about, it, he's six foot nine. Like that would have taken so long for his whole body to turn back on. Yeah. I mean, it's not as if he's like five foot two and it'd be like a lot quicker. Yeah, that whole that whole heaviness. Yeah, of- but you also have to get back up and then have a conversation with the ref, being like, <laughs> "I'm actually fine. I'm sober. Let me into the nightclub." It's <laughs> <laughs> like I got a coffee, mate. <laughs> Man, it was it was oh. probably the most impressive feat I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And then he came, came back and won the rest of the round. Yeah. Deontay like, Wilder must be like... He must be terrified to have to rematch him the, after that. The Terminator. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You said that uh, that lines it up perfectly for a rematch. Uh, before we start going into that, where do you think the location should be of the rematch? I think New York is going to be where it's at. Yeah. But then, then like, uh, Fury's susceptible again to the potential of being... Uh, like, the, it not winning... On oh, cards, I, I, mean. I know that, but I feel Wilder still Wilder, the Wilder camp still probably has more power in the negotiations. I feel like they both make more money on US soil, yeah. and I feel like Wilder will make significantly less money on UK soil. I got you, but he also wants that the Anthony Joshua fight. Fury was sort of saying that he wants to take on uh, Anthony Joshua next. Yeah, I think both lads are going to be having cheeky chats with AJ trying to get that fight instead. Because yeah. I don't, I don't think. Walter, I think Walter is actually sitting at home now being like, oh, first of all, I'm so lucky to still have my own. But I don't want to fight that guy again because he's got to, Fury's going to come back in next time even better. Yeah. After like... The but, full training camp, yeah. Yeah, knowing that he's going to get to the last round and just not have to lose. It's scary to think Tyson Fury could hang around for another five years and still be the best, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's I, very scary. Yeah. I, I feel like Joshua's going to have to fight one of them. Like, has to. He can't, like, avoid those two. Does Joshua... Does that rematch have to happen first or does one of them have to take on Joshua next? I don't think it has to be one way or the other. But the rematch gets a lot bigger if one of them goes and beats Joshua. And after watching the fight, my money would be on Fury to beat Joshua. More so than Wilder to beat Joshua. After watching the fight, I'm really like, 
Well, actually, well, on personal level, I think they both beat Joshua. But if it's going to be in the UK, I think Eddie Hearn's afraid to fight Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's yeah. name very rarely comes out of Eddie Hearn's mouth. Never. You know what I mean? And I think Waller's name comes out enough. And he was saying, he said, he was quoted saying that if Waller loses to Fury, which, okay, he drew, but if he loses to Fury, the winner, White Chisora, will probably fight Joshua next. See, they're so lucky yeah. with Joshua that he's such a superstar that it doesn't matter who's in the ring across from him that he'll still sell out Wembley. Know, you know what I mean? It's I like... Know. Yeah, but he has such a backing. Yeah, yeah it's like... It's like Willie the groundskeeper from the Simpsons. You're going to fight Joshua <laughs> next and there's 80,000 people in Wembley. It's like McGregor really, isn't it? Yeah. But it, the funny thing is that Joshua is just this like physical specimen that they're just like, wow, there he is. And yeah. like, that's all it is. Because no one's like, can't wait to see the Joshua interview next week. No. And also his last couple of fights haven't been that interesting either. No. Although his last fight was actually good enough against Pavekin just because he sort of got wobbled. Oh yeah, sorry, the two before that, I think it was yeah. Takam and then he fought someone else before that. I think it would be interesting seeing Joshua fight when like someone like rocks him and then I'm like oh yeah, and then yeah. when, I only get I think I only support Anthony Joshua after he starts to lose yeah when he has the comeback yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but like if he's winning the whole time but like boring yeah yeah no I get you yeah. and also there's so many people in that stadium just, mm. remember last time were, he was fighting they got lashed out with the rain but uh Hunt, do you know if Lewis Ortiz won no no not neither do I no, I know he's fighting on the undercard but was he fighting your man like Billy Joe or something that fella no, he's fought, uh, Joe Joyce. No, he yeah, wasn't fighting. Him. He, he was won. fighting on the other card as well. He yeah. won as well. But uh, let, let's give the people who are listening now what they want. What, what's, what's the next step? What's happening next? I think step? it's the rematch. I think that's what it will be. Rematch. I think that's how both of them make the most money next. I just, I just can't picture Wilder being like, I want that fight. I don't think he wants that. Like, <sighs> Who else are they going to fight though? You know what I mean? I oh, know. Yeah. I also think they're the two people... Who are left in the heavyweights who aren't fighting like Unready Hearn or the Zone? Like the other heavyweights are Joshua Parker, who fights like under the Zone, uh, Usyk, Dylan White, Chisora, Anthony Joshua, and your man Jared Baby Miller or whatever his name is. They're all like sort of Eddie Hearn has all them in his back pocket. You know what I mean? So like he can just throw any of them in against Joshua. Yeah. As opposed to these two are the last two left that aren't going to fight. For Eddie Hearn money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they might as well fight each other. That's definitely the biggest payday for them. I just, you know what, like, obviously, I, uh, I think Fury was slightly robbed in the fight. Or robbed, full stop. But like, I would have rather one of them won. Even if it was a robbery against Tyson Fury. Mm. Just just because then you know that that person, aka Deontay Wilder, would have taken on as yeah. Joshua next. This is sort of like, now, what, like, Wilder... I don't know. It's just it's 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 after ruining shit. Like you know, I mean, you we like led up to that whole suspense, and then it's like draw, and you're like, fuck's sake. Yeah. I want the I want the winner here. Like you know, what I mean. Oh, the thing is, I think if actually Fury didn't get up from that knockout, people would have still been like Fury legend. We still love Fury. That's the thing. As opposed yeah. to now that he got back up, it's almost like it would have been almost better for you if you stayed down. You know, what I mean, like people would have been like, what a guy, what a comeback. Anyway, you know, what I mean, he lost, but like what an effort. As opposed to. Him getting back up now, it's like, oh, I think you won. And it's almost like thinking you won and like you're winning, but then you lost the last minute. It's almost like not as good. Yeah. I think he's coming out with this with more fans than he could ever get. Yeah. I think I, 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 like, I think more people... And giving all his money away. What a nice guy. Yeah. I think everyone actually like knows Fury is number one in the world. Get him in on the slab quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he needs to cut more, I'll get him in there. But yeah. uh, I, it's just after like... To be continued. Yeah. 
In fairness, we don't know what's next, but as soon as anything gets named, it will be on the following podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think that sort of sums up yeah. the... I don't think Anthony Joshua wants... I think Joshua knows that, like, right, if he wants to fight anyone, it has to be Deontay Wilder. I, I, I was just so amazed how good Tyson Fury was that, like, next time he's going to be even better. Yeah, and, so uh, light on the feet. Yeah, he was amazing. He was yeah, absolutely amazing. And, like, when he starts sticking the tongue out and putting his hands yeah. behind his back and, like... Imagine him doing that to Anthony Joshua. Imagine I'd him love doing it, I love it. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be See, when he was doing it to Wilder, it was like, Stop doing that! <laughs> I suppose if you yeah. do to Joshua, I'd be like, do it more! Yeah. Joshua's slightly stuck in the mud and has, yeah. only has, really has a jab. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. I oh, know, I oh, know. It's all ahead of us. Yeah. I just think Fury's going to come out and beat Walder next time. He's, he's just, he was so quick with the moves. Like It was just... Uh, it was as if he was Michael Jackson on the feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just so good. Like. I'll tell you serious on the dance floor. Yeah, I'll tell you great on the dance floor. <laughs> um, what a guy. What a guy. All six foot nine. Also, you, know, you know who really won that night? The bookies. The bookies, yeah. And the boxing fans. Yeah. yeah by the way, there was I saw videos after and there was like loads of scraps like people sporting uh, uh Tyson Fury fighting in the in the in the crowd. They never panned to it once and never brought it up after, but uh yeah, there was a few takes throwing. Ah sure look. Fairy boxing. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah, so you think the next one's gonna be in New York? Oh, I think so, yeah. Because after the fight Maybe Vegas. After the fight uh, Tyson Fury said that he, he was like he said to Frank Warren that he wants to get in Old Trafford oh yeah yeah and he was like oh he's, he, then he sort of like turned that down he was a bit like oh you have to get him in London I just love I like I'd love to I'd see go to Fury. that fight yeah yeah, yeah. which oh, one like, which one uh, well, like in England yeah I'd, I'd, you see I just love to see Fury versus Anthony Joshua I just think that build up will be amazing but the thing is yeah. Fury's next going to be down to Wilder right I think he's now in Wilder's head he's like well, he, he can just be like Wilder you gave me your best and I still came back. And also, I like I put on a clinic and you couldn't even hit me. And then, like, that's going to be in Wilder's head. He was already slightly in Wilder's head. But, like, Fury beats Wilder. And then Fury versus Anthony Joshua for all the belts. That will be... That is something to look forward to. Hold on. Did Fury actually put himself in a better position by drawing to Wilder to fight Joshua? Because if he won, he would have had an immediate rematch. That yeah. clause in place, but because he drew with them, now he the Joshua fight is potentially on the table. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I almost think he's in a better position to fight Joshua now. Yeah, and also he's even he bigger. Yeah, yeah, and also the bigger his name is, the more people are going to put the two two of them together. It's like yeah. Khabib and Connor. It's like this has to happen. They can't be like uh, CM Punk. You want to fight Connor for a bit of cash? You know. Yeah. Oh, it's all ahead. It's all ahead. But like, what a fight! What a fight! What so a fight. are we moving on to the MMA world? Yeah. Let's have it. So, this weekend, there was two UFC events. You had the Ultimate Fighter 28 finale. And you had UFC Adelaide. So, we're going to start off with the Ultimate Fighter finale. Featuring Caro Usman and Rafael Dos Anjos. Yeah, that was in the welterweight division. Uh, Camaro Usman defeated Rafael Dos Anjos by unanimous decision. Uh Ross, we sort of predicted this going in. Um, or RDA is just a bit like he's been through too many battles, and Usman's fresh. Yeah, Usman's nine known that you've seen right now all the welterweight. He has to get a title shot next. I think if you lose Colby Covington, like it's it's sort of it's almost like the Damian Moy effect. You don't want to fight Usman next because you not not only beat you, he'll just beat you worse. Because yeah. like, I feel like Usman's like a better version of Covington. No, no, so, oh, I'd agree with that, yeah. yeah. And like, the two times they both fought the same person, 
Usman's done a better job beating them. And I was very impressed. For one, the judges scored like 50-40-30. Like very lopsided. Is, would you say now in that division, obviously Tyron Woodley's number one and then Colby Covington's the interim champ yeah. still, even though he just he won't give that belt back. Yeah. And then like would you say Kamaru Usman's number three now? Yeah, I'd say he's next in line. Uh, Dana White was even caught saying after the Ultimate Fighter finale that I wouldn't even guarantee Colby come to the next fight. If he like turns down the fight again, he's just going to give it to Usman instead. Which is fair enough. And yeah. really, there's well, no one else left in that division bar those three. Why would Colby turn that down? Well, uh, Ben Askren's now. Oh, yeah, he doesn't want the title. Yeah, well, he can't fight Woodley. Uh, Colby, I think Colby Covington like, thinks he has more marbles than he has. And like, UFC have already stripped him, stripped him of the title. They just won't actually give the belt back. He's, he's like the McGregor of the welterweight division. He's like, he's like, I don't care whether I've lost or not. Here's all the belts. And then, uh, look, Usman just seems like he's willing to fight anyone any time. Yeah. He, he's just happy enough to show up and fight. Do you think Woodley is miles better than both Usman and uh, Colby? I, well, I think he's definitely better than Covington. I think Woodley's like so much bigger than yeah. Covington, like thicker, hits harder, better stand-up. And like, I don't think Covington's a good enough wrestler to actually take him down. So therefore, I think that's a much better matchup Usman's like I think physical wise is probably as big as Woodley and then I think he's actually he, from watching them do takedowns I actually think Usman might be a better wrestler but then again Woodley trains with Askren and Askren's a better wrestler again than both yeah. so I'd favour Woodley to win I just think his stand up's better Woodley has this thing where it's like his Woodley's best thing that people probably don't realise is his timing he like knows when to go Kablamo and yeah. the next thing you know Lights are out. Yeah, when when you back him into that corner, he yeah. just knows to get in. The same way he did it against Darren Till. Yeah. Yeah, like Darren Till tried to overshadow him with his sort of reach. Yeah, he sort of tried to like get up on his tippy toes and be like, look how big I am. Yeah, yeah, overshadow him. Yeah. And then like, he Woody was like, oh yeah, have that. Boom. Yeah, he was like a viper. I, I think Usman, Woodley would be like a, a better stu- a better matchup just like uh, for the level of quality that you're getting. But like Colby Covington against Tyron Woodley has to happen at some stage. There's too much talk. There's too much, too much like the, the stuff on the mic beforehand would be so yeah. entertaining. Put it put it this way: Usman versus Woodley, hundred thousand pay per views. Woodley versus Covington, four hundred thousand pay per views. You know what I mean? People are dying to see Colby Covington get smashed by someone. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> they are. you know what I mean? Like the Colby whole... Covington, like pay like makes pay per view. By, like he plays the heel very well Yeah, they need to put like oh, Verdum fell out with uh, Colby Covington didn't he already yeah. they need to put like a big Brazilian name on the like on the, the co-main event yeah. so like the whole of Brazil tunes in because they all really dislike Colby Covington as well yeah yeah. but uh, yeah what's, what's things next for Camaro's when you said you think it's going to be I think he's going to hang around and wait for it because they're saying Woodley versus Covington might be at UFC 233 so who knows? He might like be the replacement. You'll see, like doing the replacement yeah. gig now. So he's already done that as well. Yeah. So he might be the replacement, and then he'll fight the winner anyway. Yeah. Then that was on Friday night, and then on Saturday night, it was UFC Adelaide in Australia. Yeah. Thank God they actually put this at American time, because like when they're all over on Australia or Asian times, they're at like eleven o'clock on Saturday morning, yeah. and you never get to watch them. Yeah. The, the, we were actually watching this in the build up to the Wilder versus Fury fight and then the Wilder versus Fury fight was literally just starting as Mark Hunt went into the octagon but um, there's a couple of, yeah we'll bad night for New Zealand and Australia yeah we'll start off with the Mar- Mark Hunt getting defeated by Justin Willis in the heavyweight division this is actually Mark Hunt's last fight in his UC contract uh, he got there was he lost by an unanimous decision and he got a people sort of started complaining that he wasn't trying that hard 
Mm. Did you hear this? Yeah, no, I, I did. And especially considering Justin Willis was actually talking all smack beforehand. I thought the same in the last fight against uh, yeah. Oli Nainuk. I was looking at him going, Hunt doesn't look that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, and also, when you see like how out of shape he is, you know what I mean? Like, he's always been out of shape, you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's actually like bad cardio, he just like looks terribly overweight. Yeah. I'm just going, looks right, he doesn't look interested at all. Yeah. Why? Why is this? He's like, I mean, you would have thought being in Australia. I know he's like. Oh, must be something to do with like the legal battle he has at the UFC and whatever else. It's not even put on performance. I don't know. I think he's. Uh, see, I think he. This was a swan song. It was the last paycheck. So it was like, right, all I have to do is show up, get the money, and see you. Yeah. Then where do you think he's gonna go next? I can see him easily going to one FC and fighting over there. I I, I, like I, I he's know. Known in, he's known in Japan. Yeah, I know zero one FC heavyweights. Yeah, okay, we'll define someone for him to fight. He'll yeah. fight novelty. He'll fight like. Do you remember that seven foot fellow with the long hair? Whoever he was. With the blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll find like some Japan pro wrestling fella for him to fight. They'll have, yeah, they'll, they'll have to pick out someone. They'll be, like, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, you. It's like me. It's like, yeah, you'll get like. They'll do the first ever like pick p- member from the audience. Tallest <laughs> <laughs> guy in the audience wins. Uh, then in the light heavyweight division Mauricio Shogun who had defeated Tyson Pedro by TKO uh, Ross Weebo actually thought that Tyson Pedro will win this as Shogun's like uh, another resurgence from Shogun yeah. <laughs> Shogun wants that light heavyweight title fight again yeah. no, he, he actually said after he goes I'm not ready for the belt just yet but give me one more fight and then I'll be ready for it <laughs> I'm just like I'm very sceptical when Shogun wins about the person who's beaten by... He lost to Anthony Smith previously yeah. and he looked he looked quite old and he was yeah. very much rocking like a, a bit of a saggy dad bod. He was definitely put in there for Pedro to win because Pedro has the look and everything. Yeah. And then uh, he beats him. Yeah, third round, TKO. And like, he put him out. Pedro was like done. I, yeah. was, I, was, I, was, I was surprised that it went to a third round. I was sort of showing him like, if he's going to win, like, he'll probably like knock out in the first round. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also still look at Shogun and go, should have fought his entire career at middleweight. When you look at him, you, you don't yeah. go, it's not, there's no shredded bod there. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, but I think when he was fighting in Pride and stuff, he was like fighting in the heavier division because most know, yeah, people did. I just look and go, he looks like, like when he was the UFC light heavyweight champion, I go, oh, I would love to see him versus Anderson Silva. Okay. When he was middleweight champion, I was like, that'd be very interesting. And then, like Shogun's never had abs, put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to fight OSP next, to be honest. Yeah, this seems like Tyson Pedro is going to get dropped from a main card now. Yeah. Is that, you know, what? yeah, yeah, like unless, Eric Anders unless, style. Unless they go back to Australia, he can get yeah. open up the main card. Oh, sure, they're going back in a while, aren't they? Yeah, UFC two thirty four. Yeah, and then in the heavyweight division, uh, Junior dos Santos defeated Tai Tuivasa by TKO. That was in the second round, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, what a finish by Junior dos Santos! There was no shoey tonight. There was no shoey tonight. No. That that like we've been there in obviously in Dublin when Paddy Hoolan lost in the main event. Yeah. And it the, soaks the area yeah, the arena. The set like it's just the arena's it's not really sour, but it's just like it's like someone bringing out your birthday cake and then like someone else blows it out for you when you're about to make the wish and you're like, you fucking bastard. But uh that that obviously put a sour note on the on an on an already sour night from Mark Hunt losing and Tyson Pedro winning uh, losing as well. Yeah. Uh Look, Batman looked all right in the first round and comes the second round. Look, you know Foyer's going to lose and it shows that, like, it made me question his skill level when Junior Dos Santos is in full mount and you're <laughs> trying to punch from the bottom. He was just it, going for it. He was yeah. like, I'm getting turned, I'm getting lights out here. Yeah. I, I, I was like, where are you going with that? You also were like, the way he got dropped was, like, ferocious. It just shows Junior Dos Santos is 
level of boxing at heavyweight is one of the best in the division. Yeah. I personally think he's the best boxer in the division. Now, I know Overeem knocked him out. Overeem's about, I think, is a better kickboxer. You could argue Overeem's a better striker. But in just, like, actual boxing, I think Overeem's the best boxer. Or, sorry, DeSantos is the best boxer in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DeSantos is going to either fight Overeem in a rematch or Nganu because they both won by knockout. So, it only makes sense for someone... That, some way of that merry-go-round of the three-out fight. Maybe Nganu versus De Santos, just because it's a fresh, ma- fresh match-up and those two haven't fought each other. Well, where do you think Tai Tuivesa goes from here? Obviously, he's young enough. He's only like 26, isn't he? Like, he, like if you look at him compared to Marco, Marco's like, what, 41 or something, yeah. maybe? Like, I mean, the, there's like 15-year age difference there. Marco's yeah, it's like still that. Yeah, it is, uh, yeah. So, uh, like... That's 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 exactly where Bam Bam's going. He's going to fight Justin Willis, who beat Marco. Because Justin Willis was talking smack about him after the fight as well. What did you make of the card overall, Ross? Uh, <laughs> some decent wins, like Jimmy Crude, a hometown from Australia. Yeah. He, he won quite impressively in the light heavyweight division. He's only like 22, uh, previously on Dana White's Contender Series. Yeah. Um, and Sadiq Yusuf, also on the Contender Series. That was vicious. The body was shots. Yeah. I, was, I was watching him get him up against the game. Your man was sort of contesting the stoppage afterwards, but yeah, for, for me, I was like, I was like, oh, Jesus. He, he's, he's sort of one of those people who like your balls go up into your body when you're watching throw those shots he got straight in he actually said after the fight that his brother had died in the, like just a week before oh and yeah that, like yeah and like he had all this stuff going through and that he needed the money and stuff and I was just like Jesus imagine like he's literally fighting for his lo- life yeah like to get that money to pay for stuff and it was just like Jeez, I think he got a 50 grand bonus as well so did, fair play did he get him. it he, yeah, said, he, he said he wanted it but yeah. I don't know if he got it yeah he did yeah did he get it yeah okay fair play to him and also your man uh, that he beats Suman McTarion, he's actually yeah he seems alright yeah well he yeah he was eight now but he was actually from Australia as well how oh, was he yeah oh actually the night before I meant to say our mate Joseph Benavidez won by TKO as well he won yeah yeah he did yeah he beat uh, Alex Perez or Alejandro Perez or whatever his name was and he was actually undefeated going to fight so fair play to our mate Joey Benavidez so overall watch make a UC Adelaide as well it's it's good to see them going to Australia now unfortunately it's miles away from yeah. us but like. It's good to see it. Yeah, it's a good market there. Uh, really see. Really I'm going to say 7 out of 10. If all the Australian people won, I would have been like 9 out of 10. But yeah. 7 out of 10. Good card, good market, good quality fights, good finishes. Good name recognition. Yeah, yeah they are, I think like Australia, in certain parts of Australia, they're, they're a bit behind. They're, they, they see it still as a cock fighting sport. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. like totally on the the flow of what's actually going on and stuff, you know? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pick it up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, also over the weekend, Bellator 210 in Oklahoma was on. That was on uh, Friday night. and It was head by Njikwani versus John Salter. John Salter won that one by rear naked choke. Um, also, Brian Pikeman Moore lost as well by, I think it was a decision. He broke both his hands in the fight. He broke his first one at the end of the first round. Broke his second one at the beginning of the second round. And uh, he lost Nola Hat. But like... Hopefully he bounces back after that. That's imagine being in the fight. You break both your hands. You're like, oh shit! What yeah, do like I do? Elbows. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, that, I actually felt bad for him because that was the best shape I've ever seen Brian Moore look in. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because no, we were like we both follow each other on in Instagram, and then like you're hoping that they do well. You you follow the whole build up for the for the whole weeks in advance. Yeah. Him there leaving his family, going over to Oklahoma. And then come back with a loss to say that, as, like I say, you're like it's a long plane journey yeah, home. Yeah, especially with broken hands. He wrote this massive thing on Instagram after. So, well, it's curious someone else wrote a forum. No, no, no. He wrote at the end. He's like, as you can tell, it's hard to write. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, because oh, we hand wrote it. 
No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no
like imagine who goes out with her like he must be like he must be like uh, I don't know yeah, he has to work in the military or he, has, something. he yeah. has to be like 6 foot 10 like you know what I mean and like just absolutely on steroids or something like yeah. she's a she's the bullet for a reason but uh moving on to the main event of the evening <laughs> in the featherweight division Max Bless Holloway aka the champion is taking on Brian T. City Ortega for the featherweight title uh, first of all Ross this fight was meant to already go down uh, and unfortunately Max Holloway had to pull out because of uh, what, what, what exactly was it I, th- I think he was cutting weight and then people were saying he had a stroke but it, it was never medically proven he had a stroke yeah. but he basically had a very bad weight cut and he was like slurring his words I don't think he had enough oxygen going to his brain sort yeah. of thing maybe he was trying to cut too much too quick Yeah. but uh, Ross this is going to be one of the highest level mixed martial arts title fights that we've seen in a long long time uh, obviously Brian Ortega coming from like the Gracie Jiu Jitsu Academy undefeated and then Max Holloway, like he was just, uh, he was unbelievable. Like I don't know, he has, the, mo- he, 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 he has the most wins in UFC featherweight history. Um, and ever since he lost Conor McGregor, he hasn't lost since. Which was, he was only nineteen at the time. Yeah, I don't think the UFC has another champion who fights as often and wins as dominant as he does. But like, it's almost the blueprint for Max Holloway is the same every time. Pushes a very high pace, plenty of volume in the striking. But if it goes to the ground, also he's very adaptable on the ground as well. Like he has a few submission wins yeah. under his belt as well. He is the ultimate pace setter. He fights as hard as he does in round five as he does in round one. The only thing is, is he's been away for what about two years now? At least a year anyway. Max he hasn't fought, yeah. So I'm sort of looking at him going. Like his last win was Aldo for the second time around. I think yeah. that was UFC two twelve in Brazil. Yeah, and now it's what UFC two thirty one, so that's that was a long time ago. Well, yeah, he has been like, for a while. Brian T C D Ortega has been an absolute dominator. I know. You know what I mean? You could you can put an argument, Max Holloway. See, the, the only thing is, Max Holloway wins this one. Like, he's going to what fight Hanato Moicano next? You know what I mean? Like, who no one really knows who he is. You know what I mean? He's almost cleaned out his vision if he wins this fight. Yeah. But T City is different gravy. If he wins, he could potentially move up as well. But yeah, carry on, yeah. I was going to say, T-City is a different gravy. He Not only has he beaten everyone, he's finished them. He finished Frankie Edgar, Cub Swanson, Clay Guida. But he's not only finishing them, he's finishing them like with spectacular finishes. The yeah. uppercut on Edgar, the guillotine on Cub Swanson. It's incredible. He's, he's a talent like never seen before. And when it really comes down to it... Yeah, especially because Jiu-Jitsu isn't... Overly winning all the titles these days no. as well. You know? I, I think when it comes down to it on this occasion, you got to see can Ortega hold up to Holloway's pace? And you also have to say can Ortega catch Holloway early in a submission? Because like, they're sort of my two ways of seeing the fight go. Because yeah. Ortega, as much as against other opponents, he sort of like gets them tired and then third round, he gets the job done. Like he did against Guida. Because sometimes he doesn't really win the first couple of rounds. But he's always got a sort of trick up his sleeve. That's the thing. Yeah, he's it, almost it, the way Deontay Wilder has that absolute punch knockout yeah. finish. He also can just catch you and you're, you're tapping. Yeah, but Max Holloway, he doesn't get tired. Yeah. I, I, for me, I'm just looking and going, no, I think Max Holloway. He's still a dog. Too much volume. Too he's, much volume in there. He's like... If Nate Diaz was the same age as Holloway, he'd be that guy. He'd be that guy. You know what I mean, like that level of volume punching, but also he finishes the fights in the third and fourth round, fifth round, 
with that volume of punching. He doesn't have that knockout punch, but he's put Aldo away twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, when you see Aldo return against Stevens and how good Aldo looks against Stevens, you're like, Holloway made him look not that great. Oh, I know, I know. So, I'm picking Holloway. Yeah, I have to. I, I like same here. As long as like he has no problems with the weight cut, yeah. I, think, I think he should win. Uh, obviously, obviously, Ortega's never fought on like in a, being a main event like mm. for a title, whereas like Max Holloway's been doing it for a long, a long, long like a yeah. long while. I, I, I honestly think if I'd seen Ortega fight Aldo at some stage and he beat Aldo, I'd question a lot more. But, but like when he fought Edgar, he was so much bigger than Edgar. Yeah, but like, also Ortega hasn't. The proof's not in the pudding yet. I know he beat Frank Edgar last time, but he hasn't. It's hard to be like, oh, he's definitely going to win when you know Max Holloway, what he's done previously, you know? Yeah, and in fairness, in fairness, I never want to take away from what someone's done, but watching Ortega beat Swanson and Edgar, I look at those two and go, they could probably make bantamweight if they really tried. Like, Aldo, yeah, Holloway, yeah, yeah. And Ortega, Ortega Ortega's not shredded. Weights. Yeah, Ortega's yeah. not shredded. No. Is that a bit of laziness, maybe? I'm not too sure, but then again, if you win all the time, you can't really criticise him. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, that's that's my take. Yeah, on yeah. That if one. you're undefeated, you're still yeah. like, ah, oh, here I'm grand. But uh, there's a couple other people on the card. First of all, the cards, like name wise, is uh, very much packed. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, we have Gunny Nelson fighting against Cowboy Oliveira. That should be a great one. Uh, as long as Nelson doesn't get caught early, I think he'll be able to get him on the ground and maybe tap him out. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, then it's actually going here in the light heavyweight division. Jimmy Manuel is taking on Thiago Santos. Thiago, Thiago Santos coming off a big win against um, where are we? Eric Anders, Eric Anders a light yeah. heavyweight in Brazil yeah. look I think Santos is going to win this one um, I think Manoa is more chinny than Santos is so I think he's going to catch him yeah and also Santos is coming in fresher as well yeah uh, speaking of Eric Anders he's fighting Elias Theodoro down there one of the most handsome men in the UFC who'd you got for that one I'm going to go Eric Anders I don't know, I just, he just looked very very scrappy and I don't know I don't think Theodoro's like in. he doesn't have the dog in him he did, yeah he's not that's not his style you know I'm gonna go Theodoro because I think he just gauges a good distance yeah and then also Claudia Gade is back in action against your favourite female fighter yeah but you may or may not fancy Claudia no, Gade I follow her and she's putting in such hard work that I'm sort of like hopefully that pays off you yeah know? and she tapped out Shaquille O'Neal so like that's gotta be yeah. in it for the win <laughs> Yeah, but like it's stacked. There's uh oh, so Brad Catone's fighting that card. Our mate, the ultimate fighter winner against Matthew Lopez. Yeah. That should be a good one. And also Haki- Hakeem's fighting at Dao Dodo. Yeah, King Cowley says he's brilliant, so hopefully he gets the job done too. Yeah, the card's absolutely stacked, man. I'm actually buzzing for it this weekend. Um, yeah, just want to say also a special thank you, uh, thanks, thanks, and shout out to Cage Legacy. Uh, they had us at Cage Legacy ten there. Uh, do you enjoy the event, Barry? I did. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um. There's obviously certain things that would have changed, like um, like I mean, some of the when we walked in, the music was absolutely. Bar- I sound like an old man saying that, but like, just certain things you can just change. I think it's because we work in so many different yeah. events and stuff. For like, oh, we do this instead, that instead, this yeah. instead. I, I think I would have lowered the DJ and would have had a faster turnaround between fights. I think they yeah. were our biggest criticism of the event, but other than that, the event was actually very good itself. Yeah, but yeah, but like the fights and all that was enjoyable and everything. It was just like we were there for nearly an hour and like they'd had two fights. Yeah. We yeah, weren't, yeah, um, we and we weren't, weren't watching, drinking like yeah, and we weren't watching UFC caliber fights, so therefore, no, you know what I mean. What are we waiting around for? Yeah, but I mean, good show. Yeah, uh, and else left to say? Um, we've covered everything. Tyson Fury, yeah. Deontay Wilder, UFC two thirty one this weekend. Um, yeah, we'll have UFC, we'll have plenty of UFC two thirty one content going forward. And uh, thanks, Minion, for telling us uh, who you think won between Wilder and Fury. And other than that.
Stay energized.